welcome to episode 33 of Lights in the Sky podcast, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And last time we, last time you heard from us, we revealed that we were recording on election day in New Zealand. And they still haven't decided who won. And we still have no prime minister. (laughs) So that'll that'll be a brain scratcher for anyone. Is it, is it you? What? Are you prime minister? I am. Well, someone's got to be. Wasn't you. We don't know who it is, so it could be me. Could be you. And you wouldn't even know. I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's just let's park there, because if you're going to be Prime Minister, I don't know if we can continue doing the podcast. (laughs) So I'll be a bit perturbed. 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 Word of the day so far. Mm. Um, Once again, This is the $500 cash prize word of the day. (laughs) Nice. Nice for me. That will help with my upcoming holiday. All right. Too bad you didn't win that. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) Um, cash money is for Tony. Couple of um, admin items straight Big off the show bat. Admin. <laughs> um, that's not copying. That's just a homage. It is an homage. <laughs> yeah. Big show admin um, at the top of the show. First of all, some news. Um, the our friend Jim, the most haunted guy we know, yes, has ha- has a new baby boy. So, oh, friend of the show, Jim. Is it immaculate conception, or was it just regular, you know, P and V? <laughs> Is um, that wrong to say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apologies, Jim, but also congratulations yeah, he to did Jim and Mrs. Jim. Good work for doing the deed and <laughs> oh God. making more humans that are part of your fam. Moving I'm right not along, good at, like <laughs> like that might work, like if I had to write a card, I guess it would maybe something like that. Like if I wrote that in the card when you give it to people, do you think that would be warmly received or? It'd be weird. <laughs> It'd be as weird as it sounded when you just said it. Okay. Yeah. Probably, good. Probably more weird because you had to think about it to write it. Write down. it down. Yeah, yeah, they just came off the top. <laughs> um, another piece of uh, show admin is that. I've got a bombshell to drop. Oh, no. At some stage during this episode. You don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. Oh, this is a good bombshell. Yeah, it's a good bombshell. I might be leaving. Not leaving the potty. <laughs> no, I'm not handing in my notice yet. Um, at some stage during the show, I'm going to surprise you with something. Okay. And drop a bombshell. And I think you're going to like it. Okay, I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm tingling with excitement and anticipation now. Excellent. Um, the other piece of admin, I think that's about it. Yeah, just the bombshell and the the baby. Bombshell and baby. Bombshell and the baby. We've got an episode title <laughs> <laughs> straight away. <laughs> that's one of the easiest ones. Alliteration is uh, just an adorable thing, isn't it? <laughs> So this time around, it's going to be your uh, story. Have you come prepared? No. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and the usual question, anything paranormal happened to you since our last record? Lots of people in my house at the moment. That Paranormal or abnormal? Uh, we, get the, we get this confused yeah, a little bit. exactly. So uh, you've got some... Um, so have got visiting not my family and children and cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is the cat visiting? No, a cat lives here. I cat think. lives here now. Well, apparently, it thinks it does. Okay, one of those cat attitude things where it's just swans in. Yes. So yeah. So um, the house I pay a mortgage on, though, talk about often. <laughs> I no longer live alone. So now, that's uh, another thing we talk about often is you're um, living alone and the idiosyncrasies that come with it. <laughs> yeah. And, and has been blown out of the water. It has been. So let's watch the space and see if um, I can cope, uh, how the sanity works. We're having a pet. Oh, yeah. That was that was kind of why we were going to mention why you are not, how you're not alone. Um, in case someone hears a crying baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't worry about it. Also. That is the Fano. Yeah. Anyone uh, screaming for help or saying I'm locked in a basement, just ignore that too. Yeah. We know Fritzels. <laughs> Excellent. Listen to a good podcast, a true crime podcast on Joseph Fritzl. Very oh, yeah? interesting. Very oh, that reminds me. I've got a little um, a wee um, tweet to read out. Oh, from, nice. From one of our listeners. Should do a shout out to any true crime podcasts. 
What's it's the a, name of the one you... I don't remember. It's on my phone. Is it just true crime? I just podcast? listen to so many of them, I can't really keep up with them. I need my phone. Uh, pad while I go grab my phone. I have been listening to uh, True Crime Garage, and uh, one of the characters on the show, one of the hosts, is called. they call him the Captain. And that's, I don't know what his real name is, and I quite like that. Okay. So he's, uh, there's some guy and the captain, and the other guy likes saying the captain all the time. So I don't know what makes him a captain or who's a real captain, but if you listen to True Crime Garage, uh, shout out to those uh, fellow uh, true crime aficionados that also listen to uh, paranormal stuff like us. Perfect. Um, so I've uh, tracked down the, I mean, it's a, it's a listener submitted story, but with hardly any characters, if you know what I mean, like we've got it via twitter essentially are so. they one of those new 240 tweeters what oh no no the the character limit being increased yeah it's not on my messages anymore. see topical <laughs> i see what you did there. my twitter topical nature nice um so this one is from am i still padding or you found it <laughs> i've I'm kind of found it and padding at the same Speaking time of padding it replaced my duvet in it the other day <laughs> <laughs> really important stuff <laughs> Really, I mean that's padding. That is what you do. Literally padding, padding about padding. Um, Okay, so I think the message has disappeared from my feed. So I'll power phrase it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So this is from uh, Will from Hey Down in Front podcast. Um, Those guys they do. Uh, movie commentary tracks for a bunch of don't burp near the microphone i'm not i was i can see you're I was about stymieing to... a burp <laughs> um so this is from this Will. is something this is what i kind of saying with true crime podcast not with on on uh true sorry true crime true true crime garage yeah. they always have a beer when they're doing it so we've had beers when we've been doing this and i just burped the whole way through i don't know how they not don't do it <laughs> And we're only having one. <laughs> they might have some flash equipment that they can. There's a thing called a cough button, which just mutes your mic. Nice. But, Someone's um, obviously using hot water because I can hear the cylinder going in the background. <laughs> Normally, there's no one downstairs. They're going to stomp on the floor. <laughs> Come Shut on. Shut up. Yeah, it stopped. It's having a word. Such a dick. <laughs> um, it's my house. <laughs> Um, so this is from the Hey Down In Front podcast, and they were nice enough to send some swag to us. Ooh. Um, and by us, I mean me. You. Because I intercept the mail yes. and deal with the socials. You are the swag um, demon. They sent me a, an awesome uh, like print of... Oh, see, what is with the air traffic? There's people everywhere. There's hot water being used. I can uh, hear planes, we, we just had Morisaki. <laughs> yeah. Um, private pilots so hey down in front podcast do movie commentary tracks so the idea is you hit play and then chuck a movie on um and oh uh, my stamp again the water's <laughs> coming again and they sent us um some stickers and some what americans call buttons um aka badges over here and um, aka oh, aka yeah <laughs> and a print which was awesome like this print was um uh from one of the guys who's a i believe screen printer in his spare time um and it's um on our instagram if anyone wants to have a look um or if you want to buy one for yourself it's at the reserve prints on instagram and that'll link you through to an etsy page where you can buy them it's like a um a really cool design where it says the truth is out there and it's got a UFO. It's all monochromatic, meaning uses one color. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks awesome. I, really I have like seen it. it. It's I, up I, on my... Up on, it's on, your testicles? On my desk at work. Uh, one of the few things to make the cut. To, I see there's a Rick and Morty cup there. Yeah, that's mug. my mug. Yep. And a little do you space use, man. Do you use that to actually drink hot piping hot beverages out of or was it more just uh decorative yeah. no it's um it's the one i use dishwasher or hand wash hand wash because it's one of those ones that um changes color when you put hot water in nice yeah. need to watch more rick and morty i've been very bad with that it's just again it's because i can't i wish i could can't download it i can't download it to my ipad to watch on plain plain that's your bad luck Jeez, how much hot water are they using they're draining the <laughs> cylinder calm down you're not paying the power bill are you oh wait oh, yeah i am <laughs> Um, so, um, uh, the tweet that we got, or 
the message on Instagram, like I say, it's disappeared, but it was basically, um, the, uh, the dude from, um, Hey Down in Front podcast, um, his daughter was, uh, you showing her door? Didn't do anything. <laughs> Um, so open it back up because it's going to get hot in here now his daughter was uh, <laughs> uh, biking around on the driveway and talking to something or someone Okay. Um, and they asked who she was talking to and the response came back uh, something along the lines of because I can't read it um, it's the man from my closet oh. so dramatically the and hot water yeah, eerily enough like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone so, can can actually hear the hot water turning on and off but <laughs> it just turned off at a really um dramatic moment it did, yes um so yeah that's um the hair on the back one of, of my neck is standing up a little tidbit that is also nice that's cool interesting i like that and kind of common you. like um our friend jim with the new baby um has had the same thing going on with the new baby boy. in the active sex life <laughs> oh god moving on <laughs> Um, so the other thing we do at the top of the show is I um, submit a submit a hypothetical <laughs> question uh, to Tony, um, and we see where that ends up. So this one I come up with during the week. Um, it kind of centers around this article I read uh, as part of my job that said fifty percent of people would um, rather have a broken bone than a broken phone. Oh. Yeah. I don't really mind a broken phone because work pays for mine, so I just get a new one. <laughs> I want an eight. He wants broken phones that you can upgrade. Yeah. Um so that I was thinking I was thinking about that as well and thinking you've got to sub something in. So I was thinking um something of equal value that you could um put towards that. And I'm thinking your MacBook is probably along those same lines. So to to get an idea of of where that sits is if I was to smash your MacBook. Yep. So pass it down and I'll smash it. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be too easy. No, so That's all right, I got insurance. So take it back. <laughs> if we think of your MacBook um, and everything on it, we assume is not backed up. Okay. Okay. Think of your MacBook. You'd be pretty accurate with that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And what we're going to do is, I thought if we um, if we were to assign different parts of your body to a dice and you get to choose between your macbook smashing or your okay (laughs) okay different body parts um do you know what you could do with this you can do the hilux i would drive the hilux off a cliff because i think i'll care more about that than i would the laptop really yeah okay (laughs) okay all right so um, the hilux has been no no longer leaks oil so the so earl who was stolen and all the stuff no longer leaks oil I took it back in because the clutch was being a bit weird, but they said they couldn't find any problem with it, and they said that I was making it up, which I wasn't. I could feel something. <laughs> okay, so I've got a um, random number generator in lieu of a dice, a die. Um, How many numbers does a random number generator go up to? I can actually input generate a number between one and six. Okay. Um, so what I was thinking is uh, we pick some uh, bones and see which one pops up and if if they get too crazy then you i guess would that's where we draw the line of um of whether you would go for the deal now, now i'm thinking that um we should maybe go back to the laptop because <laughs> Why? i probably would allow i probably wouldn't i probably would i'm probably not going to move much on this what do you mean for the hilux i i think i'd break anything for the hilux so let's go back to the laptop <laughs> okay okay let's just realize good. that yep. i actually love this more than um anything in my life <laughs> any any position in my life so yeah. okay I position if <laughs> position i got it i got it um so all right we got six allocations the way that we we kind of did this at work the other day <clears throat> and um to make it easy on on um the contestant we'll call them we chose both pinkies it's one each so one and two is pinkies three and four is pinky toes five is my choice (laughs) okay it's a wild card (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you choose the sixth okay so what would you choose to add to the dice earlobe (laughs) it's not a bone (laughs) i have every bony left earlobe (laughs) um tailbone You'd say, okay, so tailbone's five. 
Yeah. And I'm going to add jaw as six. Oh. So would you roll the dice or would you smash your phone? uh, Smash your MacBook. Knowing that your numbers one through six are left pinky, right pinky, left pinky toe, right pinky toe. So regardless, something bad's going to happen. Is yeah. it not? Is it not a get out of free? You're not a jail free card. Like there's not like one that is like everything's safe. Oh, I mean, I reckon there should be on this. I reckon the one is the safe one. It's um, probably because um, I think there should be a get out of jail free. I think the idea of that is probably that a dealer's choice would be. <laughs> But I'm the dealer, so no. Well, I'm going to say, I say if you roll a five, I get out of it. Okay. Okay, let's do that then. Yeah. And a six is a jaw. Okay. okay so one to four is your pinky uh, pinky fingers and pinky toes. How are we breaking? How are we breaking them, by the way? Like, if this ha- if this was a real thing, how would you break them? Hammer. <laughs> oh, a jaw. <laughs> ow, ow, yeah, ow, ow, hammer ow, to ow. the jaw. <laughs> So uh, you got the choice though. Like yeah. this is about finding where that line is. If if you were presented with those two options and you had to pick one, smash your MacBook or roll this dice, what would you choose? Would you roll the dice? Let's roll the dice. <laughs> how many, how many dice? times do you have to roll the dice? It's three times. Do it three times. Three times. With that, what does that mean? Well, like you just you only count the third one. No, no. Let's roll it three times. And, and see where the three would land. Yeah. So if, if all three land on five, I get out of it for free, you know. I, okay. I'm yeah. all good. So yep. I'm going to, so I've got Okay. My, so the deal is you've got to roll three times. Got to roll it three times. And if I land on a five, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. But anything else, I'm going to choose between a smashed laptop <laughs> and, um, okay. or the punishment. All right. Okay. Ready for me to roll? Do you want to be a witness? I'll move my laptop around. Okay. So one through four is Who's pinkies. That? Is, that, is that some broad? There? Some broad, yeah. Some broad. Some ad broad. Is that sexist? I don't know. Broad? Sexist? You said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. This is your first roll. It's landed on a four. If memory serves, that's your right pinky toe. Right pinky being toe. smashed. Um, I don't have much affinity for the pinky toe. Like, I'd be quite happy without it. So, okay. smash it, please. Smash it. Okay, and then you just type away on your laptop. <laughs> and still watch Netflix. Hurt. Exactly, it's not going to hurt this. I might get a couple of days off work. <laughs> um, and it might be limp for the rest of my life, but, you know, that's endearing. Okay. I always wanted a cane. All right. I always wanted to walk with a cane, like a cool cane. So I'm happy with that. Like a, what, like a cane with like a snake's head on top. Yes. Yeah, carved into yep. it. Thank you very much. Or one of those Jurassic Park amber mosquito things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm in absolutely blinding pain right now, but, yep. you know, it'll pass. I've stubbed my toe before. Yeah. I mean, you can watch Netflix on your laptop to pass the time. Yeah, I can. heals. <laughs> important all right should we go one more yeah let's do, we gotta do, we gotta do three more two more five i'm safe you're safe loving it so loving life. You yeah so i've got a i got a toe that's no longer but bit bungy <laughs> can I enjoy my laptop so we've got a two was it a two yeah four we're four we've got a four we've and got a five. five and i'm safe on a five yeah and, and that, yeah, yeah let's get another five let's roll up another five please two two oh. so that's your pinky finger on the same side as the sore pinky toe now here's a problem because it's right hand um <laughs> can you throw me a pen i want to see if i need to write with my um if, I, if my pinky is involved in writing at all yeah no <laughs> so this is live oh. action testing of whether your pinky it's oh. in there yeah you're, mm. he's testing the pen out how so when so when we're talking about damaging the laptop is it damaging or smashing it to oblivion or like through the hammer or is it we throwing it out the upstairs window here or what do we do what's the damage are you asking me that because you want to know how much of it's salvageable yeah um it turns into sand (laughs) (laughs) there is no coming back okay so it's like i could use it as kitty litter in the uh best case scenario you you could use it in like a really cool ornamental egg timer (laughs) I have an egg timer downstairs. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I do. Do you actually. use it to time eggs with sand? Uh, with sand. Or is it one of those ones out of like Pictionary? No, it's sand. Oh, yeah. Very nice. It's kind of like a um, talkative piece. <laughs> like, I don't really use it for anything. I have seen that actually. Occasionally I'll turn it upside down and go, oh, there it works. <laughs> how long was that? Don't know. Don't know. Clock. <laughs> yeah, people have asked that. Oh, how long does it go for? It's like, oh, about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Very good. 
Um, oh, right, Pinky Finger. Damn, I was hoping for so another five. Yeah, are we assuming that you get saw Pinky Finger and Pinky Toe? Yeah. Yeah, so both of these. <clears throat> so right. the way I've said it is, you know, got the pinky toe, I'll then avoid it with... Because for me, it would really be... My, the game I'm playing with this is that I either want... You know, ideally, I'd want three fires to come up and I'd be safe. Um, and failing that, I'd like one other number than a five, which is not too sore, like the pinky toe. And yeah, I think this is surely ideal. Oh, although your ideal is probably the pinky <clears throat> on the other hand. Yeah, because I think this could hurt a wee bit. Um, <laughs> I think I could deal with the toe. I don't think I could deal with the finger. Really? You'd smash your laptop before they... I was hoping for three fives. And really? Yeah, I really would struggle with this. Um, oh. remember, remember that broken bone is temporary. It is. Laptop's gone forever, and it's all the gone. data on it that we assume isn't backed up. <laughs> it's not backed up. So I think it, <laughs> let's assume also that Netflix doesn't remember your preferences, so it won't suggest good things oh, anymore. Oh, that's going to take forever to redo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't think I could. If it was my left hand, <laughs> I think we could do this. A righty. All right. For righty. That's actually a really good thing, because, <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's a really bad thing. No, it's a really good thing. You're saying, smash technology, I'm preserving my body. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw this pen at you now. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. <laughs> Hammers away, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Oh, no, the pinkies are right. So, just the toe. So, we're safe. Yeah. Um, and destroy the laptop. Bye-bye. Job done. I think I remember what my story was. Mm-hmm. Um, just do a Hang on, of just... noise effect. Oh, that's horrific. <laughs> Still no bombshell dropped, you'll note. I was waiting. I thought we might be just about to have it. I thought that was going to make me feel better about the fact that I've just no. destroyed my laptop. No, biding my time. Do um, you want to launch into your story for this week? That's you, no doubt UFO-based. Are you Joe Biden? Your time? Just play on. Okay. Play on. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's right. Um, oh, Quick bomb- check. Oh, here we go. Have we bombshell. got a prime minister yet? Um, Joe Biden. <laughs> He's <laughs> come out. It's not uh, a thing. Yeah, he's a, really he was out of left field, being a lefty. Yeah, oh, spot that word. Extreme wrong. left field. Um, so you're gonna you're going to launch into your story from mm. the paranormal realms. Yep. At some stage, I might stop you and drop a bombshell right in the middle of it rudely. Okay. Let's see what happens. Just know I have a bombshell up my sleeve. Um. And and I think it's one that the listeners will want to hear as well. I really do. You sure? Yep, absolutely. Those that have um, that are thinking of switching off, which is probably most of them. Yeah, normally. Yeah. <laughs> normally, most people. Where does it like you know with list, with players? All, all people have to do is download it, right? Uh, no. So how? Do, sorry, if they're going. Sorry, I mean, if they're going to play it, do they only just have to sort of listen to the first couple of minutes and then they can turn it off, or do they have to listen to the whole thing to count as a play? I think it's a percentage. Okay, so yep. like one percent. No, I think it's a higher percentage than okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know. Um, I I don't know why a listener would care and why we're discussing this while we're recording. I'd say, like, what does it count? So they might actually, like, people may, you know, they, we've, we've seen we've had so many downloads and so many listens and so many plays. Maybe they listen to the first two seconds and are like, oh, God, not these jackasses again and just delete it. I will say we got some very good news regarding our listener base this bombshell. week. Bombshell. Right? Here it comes. It wasn't a bombshell. Damn. Damn. Okay. But, no, that's that was... Amazing. Stop drinking on the mic. No one can hear that. Because you'll end up... <laughs> if I point it out, they might. <laughs> you always, you always <laughs> name and shame. <laughs> All right, launch into your story. So, um... Wait for it. We'll launch into your story. Bombshell? No. Okay. Wait for it. <laughs> launch into your story. We're going back in time. Are we really? Not time travel, though. Sorry. Mm. That was... That's coming up. Or what? is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or has it already been? Ah, good, good point. Um, we're going back to... You're, you're, you're having a beer. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. Okay. <clears throat> it just confused me because you left. You yeah, left your standing podcast. Okay, sorry. God. <laughs> now I'm going to have a beer. Okay. And we'll come back to the mic. We can't both have beers, otherwise we one of us can't be in the background. No, no, that's why I wanted to do that to you. All right. Okay, so we're going back in time. 
not time travel. So, you said UFO, right? Yeah. Not UFO. What? What? Okay. So okay, you've got my attention. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, I can see it. I can see your attention <laughs> right there, standing at attention. Something strange happened on a cold night in February in 1855 around the X estuary in Devon, England. That winter was extremely cold. According to reports from the time, temperatures remained around freezing from January to March. <laughs> okay, when you do those weird Yandere. pronunciations, I always have to come in over the top and say the word. <laughs> Which is January what? to March. Yeah. Until March. Get it right. Um, the you get it right, and then I won't have to. <laughs> the low temperatures didn't allow snow to melt, and every new snowfall just added a new layer over the terrain. 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 <laughs> uh, these extreme weather conditions were the perfect setup for the strange events of the night of February 8th, 1855. So we've gone back in time. That. Bombshell. Not the bombshell, but oh. isn't that the year that Marty McFly goes back to? 1885? 85? This is, this is 1855. Because he went to 19... Cause he oh, went, he I went, thought he went, said 1885. He went 85 to 1985. What, so you, 1800s? Is that what you're claiming this is? No, no. He went to 1855. Are you sure? That's what you said. No, I said 1885. Oh, I don't know. What year did Marty McFly go back to? Back to the future three. I'll ask Siri. <laughs> Doesn't have words. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> don't you have that Siri? Word? Don't you have that what word year one? did uh, Marty McFly go back to? 1880. He goes back to 1885. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Not silly. Um, but this is 1855. Okay. So, bombshell. <gasps> I got it wrong. Carry on. <sighs> one small bombshell. I've got another one up my sleeve. Oh. I'm not doing okay. it now. <laughs> <laughs> After a snowfall during the night, a series of hoof-like marks appeared in the snow. These footprints, most of which measured about 4 inches or 6 centimetres long, 3 inches or 4 centimetres across, and between 8 and 16 inches, 20 to 40 centimetres apart, were reported from about more than 30 locations across Devon and in nearby Dorset. It was estimated that the total distance of the tracks amounted to between 40 and 100 miles, 60 to 160 km, and continued throughout the countryside. Although veering at various points, for the greater part of their course, the prints followed a straight, near, continuous line. Wow. Mmm. So, um, let's just, let me just tell you a bit more about them, shall we? Unless no, you want, unless you no want... I'm okay. Okay, good night. <laughs> Toodaloo. Bombshell. <laughs> no, carry on. Okay. Um, the prints were odd in many ways. They appeared to be made by something that had cloven hooves. The hooves, legend has it, cut right through the snow and nearly to the ground below, almost as if, as if they had been burned there. Whatever had made them walked with one foot directly in front of the other, rather than alternating sides like a biped. Mm -hmm. Or alternating sexual partners. Like a bisexual. <laughs> yeah. Play on. The most alarming abnormality, however, was the course the prince took when encountering various obstacles, such as houses or haystacks or walls. Whatever made the footprints seemed to go up the sides of buildings and walls, and sometimes it even appeared to have gone right across rivers and continue in a straight line on the other side. It did this without disturbing the surrounding snow, indicating that it must have jumped 20 feet in the air to clear the river and landed neatly on or over the object without missing a beat. Wow. Um, one of your favourite publications, the People's Almanac, states that in order for the maker of the prints to cover that much area in a single night, so up to 100 miles, it would have had to travel at a speed of 9 strides per second. 
Play on. Bombshell. No bombshell. The uh, story spread outside... Did you say nine strides per second? Yeah. Whoa. The story spread outside of sleepy Devonshire, and major London newspapers took up the story. A news report stated, It appears on Thursday night last there was a heavy snowfall in the neighbourhood of Exeter and the south of Devon. On the following morning, the inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed well endowed with the power of ambiguity as the footprints were to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places on the tops of houses and narrow walls in gardens and courtyards enclosed by high walls and palings as well as in open fields the footprints were soon named the devil's footprints or you like the tracks of satan because of their shape and resemblance to a cloven <laughs> I was going to um, say there's a Some cast pe- of thousands in here. <laughs> there were, yeah. Well, there are a lot of people in this house right now. Some people started to really believe the devil himself made the footprints. Devil. People were spooked particularly by some of the prints that appeared to stop right at the threshold of their homes. Many refused to leave their houses, convinced that the devil himself was roaming Devon, looking for sinners. That was totally going to be my guess. It was the devil himself. Yep. In 1950... After the publication of an article in another one of your favourite uh, newspapers out there, the Transactions of the Devonshire Association, mm-hmm. um, asking for further information about the event, more information on the phenomena was unearthed. The discovery, bombshell, no. of a collection the, of papers call... belonging to Reverend H. T. Allen. Let me be clear: the vicar of. <laughs> St. George, during the 1850s, included his personal... You don't get to choose when the bombshell happens. <laughs> just probably. It'll happen. I'm just leaving a gap, like a natural space in the story. <laughs> uh, during the 1850s, included his personal letters, some tracings of the footprints, and a letter to the Illustrated London News, I know you don't like that one, marked not for publication. Fake news. Dick Pick, do you think he was sending a dick pic? Not for publication? <laughs> From Mars? Yeah. Here is part of the letter. <coughs> the marks which appeared on the snow, which when lay, did he get here? <laughs> which lay very thinly on the ground at the time, and which was seen on Friday morning, to all appearances, were the perfect impression of a donkey's hoof. The length, four inches by two and a half inches, but instead <laughs> of progressing as that animal would have done. Or indeed, it doesn't say as that. any other would have done. It does. Oh, it Feet right and left. It appears that foot had followed foot in a single line. <laughs> the distance from each tread being eight inches, or rather oh, more. The footmarks in every parish being exactly the same size, and the steps the same length. What are you saying? I don't know, something about hoofs. Since this mystery was first investigated, there have been a variety of different theories about the origin of the traces in the snow. Some investigators are sceptical that the tracks really extended for more than 100 miles, arguing that no one would have been able to follow their entire course in a single day in 55. One more recent study of the subject was done by Dashing Michael Dash, A notable Welsh writer, historian, and researcher, claiming that there was no single source of the footprints. According to Mickey D, some of these tracks may have been hoaxes or made by quadrupeds, such as donkeys or ponies. Donkeys or ponies. Donkeys or ponies. And there was also some traces made by wood mice. Still, at the end of his study... Dashing Dash admits that not all the marks can be explained and allows for the mystery to continue. Theories? Want some theories? Um, yes, I'll have some theories. Or bombshell? No theories. Okay, theories. Do theories first. Okay. And we'll see what happens. Balloon. <laughs> what? Balloon. That's not a theory, that's a word. Author Jeffrey Household suggested that... That an, is a household name. That is a household name. <laughs> suggested that... An experimental balloon released by mistake from Devonport Dockyard 
had left the mysterious tracks by trailing two shackles at the end of its mooring ropes. His source was a local man, Major Carter, whose grandfather had worked at Devonport at the time. Major Carter claims that the incident had been kept quiet because the balloon also wrecked a number of conservatories. Interesting. And widows... Widows? Windows. Conservatories <laughs> <laughs> and widows. Before finally descending to Earth. While this could explain the shape of the prince... Uh, Maybe the know. artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> Skeptics have disagreed about whether the balloon could have travelled such a random zigzag course without its trailing ropes and shackles becoming caught in a tree or similar obstruction. Maybe it was just purple rain. <laughs> Hysteria. <laughs> One other theory. Uh, that has been suggested many times is that the whole fuss about the footprints was a case of mass hysteria. Hysteria. <laughs> it was probably caused by people seeing many different animal tracks and failing to distinguish them as separate. Mm. Yeah. Kangaroo. No. Kangaroo. Kangaroos Kang- in England. In a letter to the Illustrated London News during 1855, Reverend G.M. Musgrave wrote that he believed that some escaped kangaroos from a nearby private zoo had caused the phenomenon. It seems, though, that nobody ascertained whether the kangaroos had escaped, nor how they could have crossed the X estuary, and Musgrave himself said that he invented the story to distract his parishioners' concerns about a visit from the devil. Wow. So I think that's a bit of a... It's a bit... It's definitely kangaroos. Kangaroos, you reckon? Nope. Way on. <laughs> Naughty reverent. <laughs> um, so reports of similar obstacle unheeded footprints exist from other parts of the world, although none is of such a scale as that of the case of the Devil's Footprints of Devon. In the Illustrated London News of 17 March 1855, this is, bear with me with this, a correspondent from Heidelberg wrote, Upon the authority of a Polish doctor in medicine... That on the Piaskowa Gora, which translates to Sandhill in <laughs> Poland, such marks are to be seen in the snow every year, and sometimes in the sand of the Sandhill, I guess. Sand and, of the hill. And are attributed by the inhabitants to supernatural influences. Not yep. influences, but influences. <laughs> influences. On the night of 12 March 2009, a woman in North Devon discovered much footprints later. similar to the 1855 marks in her garden. Were the 1855 ones photographed, or <clears throat> is this like she knows they're similar based on stories? Stories. And mm. I've got a great picture of them. Uh, see? From 2009 or from... There, yeah, see? Oh, okay, so um, you've got... I've lost where I'm at now because of you. A bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of horseshoes... Like copied and pasted into a row. <laughs> yeah, like good stuff. So one thing for me is, um, I'm bipedal, and my footprints are You're next bi? to each other. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, and my footprints turn up next to each other. Yeah, as in a left and a right. So this thing walked, one, uh, you know, one in front of each other. Yeah. So, so it's non-bipedal. So what? It's got one leg. No, it's like one foot, one foot. One foot, like walking directly in front of the Just other. Just in a straight line. In a straight line, pretty much. It's interesting slash weird. Um, back to woman in North Devon in 2009. Uh, the five-inch long prints appear to be made by a pair of hooves and by something with a stride of between 11 and 17 inches. I don't have, don't have the nautical mark of the vision here. <laughs> um, biologist Graham Inglis documented the 2009 prints and he shrugged off controversy do you know what graham said um i shrug off controversy as i shrug off controversy the footprints are peculiar but they are not the devil's i don't believe the horned one has been in woolsery (laughs) personally i think it belongs to a rabbit or a hare but quite an academic punch-up has started over it (laughs) (laughs) difficult It does. Okay, carry on. Typical biologist, eh? Yeah, totally. That's what they all sound like, right? During 2013, uh, Graham Zanker was my inspiration for that kind of role yeah. there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, that, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, don't my worry. My former yeah. professor. You puked in his sink. Oh. 
Come on now. <laughs> Zanky's not listening. During 2013, <laughs> trails were reported in Gervan, Scotland. Mm-hmm. So, um, regardless of the many theories, no concrete explanation has been presented that completely explains the puzzling devil's footprints in the snow. We are left to wonder, is the horned one lurking in the chilly winter air? Or is it just some hair? <laughs> Did you come up with that? I just ad that just then, yeah. <laughs> It kind of rhymed. <laughs> yeah, Maybe you're a white rapper and you don't yeah. even know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like you were about to lose yourself in the music the moment I've you I've got some wrapping paper in that, um, in that cupboard knew. behind you, <laughs> so I've been known to occasionally wrap the odd birthday present. Perfect. Um, anything else to add to said story? Um, I mean, this is a tale from a long, long ago, and things can get embellished a bit over time. Um, yeah. Something, I think, I think there's evidence that something definitely happened. Yeah. Um, there's... The fact that it covered such a huge distance is unusual, but um, I think the, a key point there is how they would have known back in that time that such an event of that scale had been reported so quickly. Mm. They couldn't travel very quickly between all those points. Um, but, yeah, to have something, you know, clear rivers and then end up like a track on the other side continuing on, I think the key part here for me is that there was something, it was making marks, it carried over obstacles that shouldn't have been possible, and... It kept going in a, in a whatever. I mean, whether it was a hundred miles or not, whatever happened, there was some long track crossing obstacles that carried on in the pretty much the same direction for a long time. Mm. So it's pretty weird, regardless. Yeah, I'm not too um, put off by that um, theory about it being a balloon dragging something because yeah. in those days um, uh, it could well be feasible that um, you know you're eyeballing it rather than actually measuring it. Yep. And potentially when reporting it, it gets exaggerated. It's exaggerated, yeah. So um, what may be a slightly curved line de- depending, on, depending on wind direction would appear straight to the naked well, eye. I know that you're like that. prone to exaggerate size. And, yeah. um, you know, it could have I would have said here. it went for miles. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands, <laughs> thousands of, of miles. Thousands of miles, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I do. Yeah, bombshell? <laughs> uh, no bombshell yet. Ah. Um, but are uh, you ready to jump into the next sick segment of the show please okay so um handing me the book the mysteries of the unexplained oh can we can we explain the segment the 1982 reader's digest version of mysteries of the unexplained contains many tales from the paranormal realms um this week i'll flick through it tony will say stop stop random one i said stop too early (laughs) (laughs) and um we'll we'll choose that one to end the show with okay okay so Here's where I'm dropping the bombshell. <gasps> Here's the bombshell, ready? Okay. i got to re- remove my headphones Taking for this. Taking your cans off? Yeah, you got to do the talking because I'm not going to be on mic for a second. Okay. Are you, what do you do? You're diving into your, your baggie. All right. This, you're going, oh. One of your mini backpacks you bring to the podcast is about to be revealed. I have no headphones on, so hopefully this still oh, sounds Oh, your volume right. is so loud. So here's the bombshell, <laughs> ready? too quiet. Ready? Revealing oh, something from my God, bag. Oh, God, it's coming out of the bag. <gasps> no freaking way. What? What is it? Explain It's it. a twin. It's, we have a twin. <laughs> it's it's another Mysteries of the Unexplained. But Ladies like, and gentlemen. It's mint condition. Three years after I went to the, um, the, the fair... <gasps> that no. i bought the original mysteries of the unexplained book i went back to that annual event found another copy of the exact same book in better condition <laughs> that is the weirdest thing ever without the um the dedication to katie and christopher in the front so now we have two copies of <laughs> mysteries of the unexplained are we giving one away i was thinking we could give one away i think we can give one away <laughs> oh my god do we give away the crappy one or the good one um i don't know i think we gotta hit, i think we gotta keep the original with katie and chris i think we Katie and Christopher. I think we do. I think we give away this new one. <gasps> that is pristine. Is... Can I can I touch it? Not yet. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's in really good nick. Um, oh my god! And I say it looks brand new, but it's still from 1982. Uh, but bought at the exact same fair as I got last time. I wow. was thinking. <laughs> 
I was thinking what we do is we figure out some way to make it fair. And um, (gasps) this is not something that... No one's ever opened this. (laughs) Someone obviously got this and had had absolutely no intention of ever reading this bullshit. (laughs) What you obviously do not know a thing about me to get me this horrible, stupid book. (laughs) This is like it's brand new. It's probably sat on some old dude's shelf for over 30 years easily. Um, but I was thinking we'd figure out a, a way for people to um, jump through some fairly sizable hoops <laughs> and we'll send it to them. It's incredible. It is pristine. I I am floored. Yeah. Bombshell, right? Oh, hit the oh, microphone. Hit the microphone. You're so wound up in it. Now I've scratched the book. No, <laughs> I wonder if it's weird if we signed it too. <laughs> Does it devalue it or is it just weird because we didn't de- write it? I think it devalues it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think, um, I think whoever won that would rip that page out of the book if we'd signed it. So it was timely because we, um, I don't want to release any stats here, but we crossed a fairly sizable milestone for um, the amount of subscribers we have to the party. Thank you, people. Um, Thank you. Which is awesome and like blows us away to think if we gathered you all in a room, we would need like at least a couple of kettles to give you all a hot drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could probably reuse the same tea bag a few times. <laughs> so to speak. Yep. Um, yeah, so we'll figure out some but sort of a metric. You're known as a fear teabagger, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out some sort of a metric, and um, I, I don't think we should give that away just too willy-nilly. No. I think it's going to be one that people are going to have to covet and, um, and do a few we've things. Got two of them. Isn't, Isn't that, that strange? Just, it's, it's beautiful. It is, it is quite stunning. Are you crying? I am. I'm, I'm welling up. It's just, it's so special that it happened. So, yeah, we'll figure out something. I'm going to, um instagram the twins and and we'll figure out a way to i'll include my twins <laughs> moving on let's jump back into mysteries of the unexplained okay oh, get me some strange so i'm all, Did I'm we all start flustered. The music? um i started the music but then dropped a bombshell and the music stopped okay so should we both start it since it's such a momentous okay. day one two three click and the music's coming. You don't have to do that. Oh, okay. I thought I was doing the music. <laughs> well, I put it in later secretly. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to flick through the original 1982 Reader's oh Digest God, people version. Can fl- people can flick along. With us, They can yeah. flick themselves at home <laughs> when they get this. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So oh, it'll be expensive to ship around the world, but for the right person... Oh, that bitch will have you for 14 plus dollars in the post office. Bloody Roslyn. <laughs> She's like, that's not going through a slot. <laughs> With any luck. Um, Dirty Roslyn. So, so I'm going to flick through the original... Uh, Mr. OG. Z- <laughs> the OG. OG. Uh, 1982 Reader's Digest version of Mysteries of the <laughs> And um, the, the, it, it did get me thinking, like... There must be thousands of this copy, <laughs> there's thousands of copies of this book in the world somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm on a I'm on a book hunt. Nice. <laughs> I want all the copies. Imagine filling a bookshelf full of them. I'd like that. Imagine making it so popular they reprinted them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so lazy they didn't bother adding any new ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd like that. Okay, so I'm going to flick through the book. You're going to say stop, and then I'm going to read you a tale from the paranormal okay. realms. Flicking, flicking now. Flicking, flicking, flicking. Stop. We have landed in. Oh, the water's oh. back on. <laughs> hot water. We have landed in hot water. Um, this is where you're meant to pad while I flip. So, um, I wonder if I can find oh, anomalies. We're in anomalies. Oh, anomalies. Yeah, page forty-four. If you're Ooh. for those of, for those of us playing those over playing on the other home, microphone, I have where you look here. Page forty-four. You say it's going to have to be one of the things we say on this segment when we send out that book. Is for those of you playing at home, <laughs> <laughs> the one the, the one person who has it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. So I'm going to probably choose. What do you reckon? I can, we can do this by committee now. Should we tag team a couple of short ones? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Do you so want to do? Do you want to start with an um, hour and a half, and then you do the next one? Yeah, I might jump across to the one on when the ground was being prepared. So, do you want to start with an hour and a half? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let me move over to the side. This seems kind of toady. 
An hour and a half after stoking his fire, Mr. W.J. Clark of Rugby, England... Oh, we love rugby. Yeah. Rugger. ...reached over to poke the coals. Is that a euphemism? I don't know. I think it is. Dirty. As he broke open one coal, he saw something move and snatched it out of the fireplace. It proved to be a living toad and it survived for five weeks. It had no mouth and was almost transparent. Photographs of this marvel were offered for sale to the public by London Stereoscopic Company. They do good business. They do good. They good business. Business. Um, and that's that for that one. Okay. What when, else have we got? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you about a story. So I've, I've talked to 1855. I'm going to even go further back to 1835. Mm-hmm. So is we, it about somebody? <clears throat> stoking his fire it, or poking is, the coal this is another uh, story from uh, merry old England uh, when the ground was being prepared for the London Birmingham railway line in 1835 workers, workers on, on the Coventry, Coventry stretch had to, had deal, to deal with, with masses, masses of red sandstone at a depth of about four and a half feet which they cleared with crowbars and gunpowder as one block of the sandstone was being lifted and thrown toward a wagon, it fell and fractured. One, one of the broken pieces was thrown into the wagon, and in a cavity in one of the remaining pieces, a living toad was found. When the toad was first exposed to the air, its colour was a bright brown, but within ten minutes... It had become almost... Black. It was quite... Plump. Though smaller than most toads but seemed oppressed and frequently gasped having (laughs) having or so it seemed sustained a head injury it was carefully replaced in its cavity and the cracked stone was sealed with clay but the animal died four days later (laughs) and on that note (laughs) that is strange we will call that another week of lights in the sky podcast thank you so much for all of your subscribes and shares and twitter interactions and insta interactions and we have fabulous prizes <laughs> for you, you loyal listeners exactly right um so until next week we will leave you with that um, join us in the next episode for more casual chat about uncasual things. Effectively, what this book is is the like when you. That was my sign off. When you, when, I know it was. It's good when you used to get like Wheel of Fortune and they give you the like the set to play at home and you can pick it on the show. <laughs> this is like what this is. This is the play at home version. It is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Toodaloo. <laughs>